2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com.
3: Leicester City have a penalty kick
1: in the 6th minute of injury time, injury time, injury time time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again And now Wampner on the counter attack Forestieri
4: Mr. Alan Lathwell, sir, sorry, I nearly lost you earlier on. I think we've got you back, hopefully, if you hit your mic button. Let us know your thoughts, sir. I hope you haven't had anybody else from the FA ring you up after
0: uh, (laughs) after that. (laughs) No, uh, today was a bit unusual for me because there's so much football cancelled up here. Um, I'm not sure what it's like down there, but there's so much football cancelled up here because of the weather over the last couple of days. I've actually, I was at home today watching Sky Sports News for the first time in years. Probably had the best view of the game on that basis, to be fair. Um, (laughs) Possibly. But but yeah, it's just kind of, with regards to Potso, the problem we've got is that while the club, I mean, I I agree with everybody's viewpoint, but first and foremost, that Uh for the club to move forward, he needs to go. That means that a buyer needs to be identified. And I'm kind of hoping that at some point in the near future, that not necessarily that he'll buy the club, but he can act as some sort of mediator to help find finance in in Sir Elton John. But the problem problem we've got is that, as the point has already been made, is the debt that the, the club is currently carrying, but also... The Pozzo family aren't, I don't believe, going to look to sell the club while it's in the championship. I agree. And with the, the, the you know, basically they've leveraged debt against the club this year in a gamble to to get promotion. So effectively that what, finance comes in through the the parachute scheme for next year has already been spent. We're we're not going to be in a very healthy position financially next year. But frankly, uh, as it stands, I'm not really that bothered about these players because I think almost without exception, they're cowards. I'm at the point where I I don't actually mind. There's one or two exceptions to that. Um, But, you know, Pedro being the most obvious. Yeah. But I actually don't mind who goes this summer. I don't care really don't far so if i had my way he'd be stripped of his squad number and dumped in the kids for the remainder of this season because he has no financial value anymore anyway he's as as guilty as any player of of, of not putting it in and it's even more criminal for somebody like that who's potentially one of the most talented players in the squad but he's you know We've said so many times on this, you and I have said it, you know, as is a, is a player of moments, but those moments are getting fewer and fewer and fewer.
4: Yeah, infrequent, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and, and just generally, you know, we've got a squad here as that's just not interested. They're just cowardly. And what they'll do tomorrow is they'll all come out on social media and apologise and say, we must do better, but then they don't. And so, you know, it, it's becoming tiresome. And then you have this situation whereby, But by virtue of the actions, uh, well, the neglect of the owner, where recruitment at almost every level in the club, from directors through to managers through to player recruitment, is so universally abysmal. Mm -hmm. You've now got a, a club that's so fractious that you've got fans that, I mean, there's always been disagreements on social media, but now you've got fans literally facing up to each other in the stands at games, I, I put a comment out on Twitter about that earlier, and I was told, "Well, that's not Pots'o's fault." But I'm sorry, indirectly, it is. The, the whole attitude around the club feeds from the the, the, the very top. And people feel so disenfranchised with the club that they support, they feel so helpless to watch from the sidelines, as yet again, the mental case that is the owner decides that the answer is to sack another head coach and hire another hedge coach in his three weeks' time, he'll do exactly the same thing And again and again and again and again. In a, you know, that's why people are so fed up because sane, sensible people realize. That what actually needs to happen to this club is a complete change of approach. Yet the owner who shouldn't, you know, if he wasn't running Watford or he didn't have the, the money that his family had, he wouldn't be fit enough to stack sh- shelves in Tesco's. And apologies to anybody on here that does do that because they're probably more intelligent than botso But that that's the that's the reality of where we are. You know, we're stuck and you know while the club is in the championship you ain't gonna sell it that we've got the debt that god knows what it what it is you know somebody said earlier they think it's 108 million we don't really know you know i just don't see where the club's going i can i can see as somebody said i can i can see a situation where we're lower half of the table next year for, without a doubt there's every risk
4: of it. And as I said, when we were chatting to, uh, to, to Richard Honey, QPR fan who came on the, uh, the Opposition View for us a second time, who was a joy to speak to, um, he'd done a bit of research in terms of the finances because obviously with QPR, they've had all of the financial fair play stuff, which always seems to kind of affect the people in the championship more than it does uh, the, you know, the, 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 the top six who seem to be able to find some money down the back of the couch somehow or, or some regulations to get around and it, and he was saying you know look you know look at look at the percentage of wages to turnover at these places because because they're not getting the tv money that that we've kind of built this this kind of house of cards on and it's now going it's now going very 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 in the wrong direction very very fast very fast well is that it? Is the playoffs completely gone? There's 10 games left to go. Is there any chance at all? Because you're a man with lots of football experience. I, I was trying to be kind of bold and positive as I could be at this moment. It didn't last long, to be quite frank. <laughs> I think we all know that. We all know that. Have you got any any positive notes, sir?
0: Well, uh... <laughs> I must caveat that uh, because I've I've been involved in football for quite a long time and I've run a club myself in the mm-hmm. past and Step Five non-league doesn't mean I'm always right. But uh, uh, no, in short, no, no, there's no, there, there's absolutely no chance, and I think realistically there was never a chance even before Chris Wilder's appointment, which makes the appointment even more pointless. We might have, you know, for all it's worth, we might as well, at the very least, stuck with Bilic until uh, until the end of the season because I just don't see what the point of this change was because you know expecting a manager to turn it round in 11 games I think I heard a thing on the tv earlier today where somebody had said that in his first 11 games at, at, at Middlesbrough that he'd won seven now you know that would put us on 70 odd points or 72 points or whatever it is but even that would in previous seasons wouldn't have been enough to, to to get us in the playoffs so I can't really see the point of the of the change I will just end on one thing though and i've heard this in social media and uh, as well and 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 i do agree with it i think because of the model that the potsos have for the club any manager that comes into the club knows what they're coming into as Mm -hmm. does everybody else and so if a manager fails at Watford, which is more often than not these days i actually don't think their reputations are tarnished so they've nothing to lose by coming here so they might as well give it a go because if they have some success they're going to get rewarded handsomely financially and if it doesn't work out they'll be gone after three months and you know and everybody's going to say well yeah of course you got sacked by Watford because it's Watford
4: yeah and it also therefore questions or forces you to question the nature of the applicants that are coming in where do we find the one that it that it means something to, but then where do we find the one that it means something to, who's also got the wherewithal to be able to, to actually do something with this motley crew. I think the general consensus is that, you know, as, as has been stated before, this model worked very, very well for what, seven, eight years, what have you. And for the last, for the last three or four, it's, um, the the wheels are coming off and there doesn't seem to be an intent to to put them back on anytime soon. Alan, thank you, sir. I really, really appreciate it as always, because no, you're absolutely right. Just because you've got some experience doesn't mean you're always going to be right, but it does mean that you've got some experience and you've got an opinion to give. And I like that very much. Indeed. I like everybody who's got an opinion to give. Um, Adam, sir, if you hit your mic button, hopefully we can get you on. um, We're going to give this another go. Adam, can you hear me? Oh, there we, go. We're there we find. If if this if this whole shenanigans is anything, it's a it's an ongoing battle with technology. But we're winning finally, Adam. What do you? Well, we're not winning. No, that's a bad use of the word.
5: What are, what are your thoughts? Today, well, sir? before I say anything about the game, I just had a couple of things to say about your call with uh, Boyd Mayover. First of all, the oh, yeah? the, the fifth loner you were thinking of was uh, Matthias Martins. Was ah, thank you. Very good. Also, Very good. Um, well done. I just wanted to say about you saying Rob is not a builder. I do really disagree with that because I don't think you can call someone not a builder if you don't give them the tools to build with. I don't know how anyone was saying that summer transfer window we gave him was of any good at all. I don't think it's fair to say that he's not that kind of project manager. The reason
4: I said that was because I go back further into his Telford days as well. In fairness, I didn't mention it, but and it, it it was by no means something about it. It was just a consideration of it. He's a fair, he's a safe pair of hands. But fair, comp- fair comment and fair critique of that point. I'm more than happy to be pulled up on it, sir.
5: Yeah. Okay. Well, that that was what I wanted to say. But t- for the match today, I mean, nothing hasn't really been said already yet. But I haven't had anyone say anything about this loser chowdhury midfield pairing it just really isn't working out i don't think i don't i think loser's been really off the pace since he came back from the injury i don't know if that's got anything to do with the injury or not but i think chowdhury out of the lineup for the next two games it will be a good thing not well okay i'll take that back maybe but it will be nice at least to see how we experiment with the midfield pairing maybe shove kone in there instead and see how that works out instead because it's just it's not working chowdhury can't move the ball forward and Loser's really not doing much with it either recently. So um, I'm excited to see how Lada lines up midfield-wise with that. Would you, Would you bring in Kone to
4: give us some extra legs alongside? Uh, well, alongside Loser in that case. Or you said about dropping Chowdhury, which means probably keeping Loser. What What would be your preferred partnership in there just for the next two games? I think I'd
5: like I'd like to see Kone drop in there. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a return to Bakunia to the lineup, considering we don't have Kayembe right now. Which I'm not. Too fond of, but at least we have him back to so the Luton game. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, and
4: the Luton game is becoming the uh, the focal point in terms of taking anything out of this season. And I, when I say taking out of this season, I really do mean the very, very barest amount, which would be
5: doing a double. But hey, doesn't feel like we're anywhere close to that after today's couple No, 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 it really doesn't. But I, I do definitely agree with the last couple of people who said I think Luton going up would give us a kick up the backside. As much as I don't want to see it, but um, yeah, Rob is just doing outstanding with them isn't he well
4: yeah yeah very possibly very possibly adam thank you very much sir excellent stuff thank you really really appreciate it and as i say more than happy to be told pete you're talking absolute horse twaddle because let's face it most of the time i probably am let's go to paul holly let's add you in paul and then we're going to cut oh sorry alex i meant to come to you but we'll come to you straight away after after paul mr holly sir
6: yes uh good evening Uh, how you doing Obviously, very, very <laughs> yes. low. I think culturally it's a mess. And, you know, when, you, when I read that story in the week about them taking money out of the players' salaries, yeah. you, now, regardless of how much they earn, it's out of order because the, they didn't even tell the players what they were going to do. And I'm sure if you went through most of the sides, or probably all the sides in the Premier League and Championship, Feeding them is just a part of the nature of the business they're in to make sure they get the right diet, nutrients, etc., etc. So it seemed a very petty move to start deducting money out of their wages. And if you're an employee and then somebody starts deducting money out of your wages without even informing you, are you really going to be in the right headspace? Are you really going to go that extra mile? Culturally, we have done. It's a long history of issues. You know, there were issues in the past about players' bonuses and things. So yep. you can look at the players and say, yeah, they didn't give 100%. They're not cohesive. You know, Wilder is an irrelevant, I think. You know, the only people that would probably get that team motivated at the moment would be, you know, putting Luther in charge or even Dini or someone like that who can actually, they could relate to. They're not going to relate to Chris Wilder. He's an unknown to most of them. Most of them will look at him as another fifty something manager that's had a bit of success, but they're not going to actually look at him in awe and go, "Yeah, I really want to bust the gut for you fella," whereas you know maybe they' someone they could relate to for eleven games, maybe could have given him a bit of a bit of a lift, but ultimately the players are depressed, and that's why you're getting the outcome that we are and It's a toxic culture which comes from Gino, and we're we're in trouble because we're not going up this season, I mean we've known that for a long time getting in the playoffs mm-hmm. would be embarrassing, but we've liquefied all our money, so therefore, at the end of this season, if we don't go up highly likely we won't, we've liquefied all all the money owed to us. we're going to lose a lot of players on loan, and there's obviously going to be you know people like Gosling, cleverly, et cetera, etc. Cetera. you probably think will retire or drop down to league one or league two so. Pedro, you know, we'll get a few million for Sarr, but he's he's clearly switched off. He's really pissed off, isn't he? And uh, Mm. Pedro's trying, but he's only effective in areas that often don't hurt the opposition. And he's, you know, but he is giving his best without a doubt. And yeah, they'll probably make 40, 50 million from him, but... I just don't see where, we, where we're where we going to get out of this. So next season, we can actually be fighting relegation because the 40 million we'll get for Pedro will go towards paying off some of Gino's 100 million that we owe him. And beyond that, where, where are we going to have any funds to to bring in the right players yeah. to make us competitive? We're going to have to go into League One, League Two, non-league. I haven't got any faith in Manga or Costa bringing in Billy really no one from, you know, the outreachings, out-reachings of nowhere. We've tried all that. Hasn't worked, has it? So this is a very pivotal moment in the club's history. And part of me wouldn't mind going down to League One and visiting grounds that I've never been to before. But we're in trouble. We really are in trouble.
4: You make some excellent points there. You mentioned about the culture. And probably the best company that I ever worked for, the the chief operating officer rather than the CEO, but they were brothers, basically once a quarter would do literally like a world tour. It's a big, big, big company by this point they, they built it up from nothing and he went around meeting every single new entrant because he said, we are one round of employment away from losing our culture at any point. He invested into it that heavily. I mean, this guy was worth a fortune. Yeah. And, and he took, took the culture and communicating that so importantly. Uh, a lot of people have said, well, £300, the players can afford it, can't they? Yes, they can. They can in comparison to you and me because we're making the comparison between you, me, and players. Players aren't making that comparison. They're making that comparison between them and the owner the multi-millionaire industrialist manufacturing company owner's the Pozzo family and Gino Pozzo, he can also afford it. It's the equivalent of somebody suddenly saying, you know we're insisting on you coming into the office, you know we made free drinks available, coffee and tea and all of that, you've now got to pay for it. And it's not a question of you can't afford it, we're all in a first world country. But as you said, the discretionary effort, the going that extra far, suddenly it feels like a small niggle. It doesn't feel like you're actually one of the big boys anymore. It makes you feel like you're penny pinching. The the culture, there are many things that have that have been mentioned this, this season about culture and the first person to mention it was prior to the start of the season which was scott duxbury who said we needed to bring somebody in to help build the culture he didn't last and we've gone back to back to square one and the culture does appear to be toxic that's that's kind of where it seems to be i
6: agree and You know, if you go back to when Graham Taylor first took over, you know, the culture then we had massive issues and and, and Graham literally rebuilt the club in every department. And he he kind of learned off people like George Graham at Arsenal and, and his predecessor where... Literally, you know, they made people who welcomed people to the front desk wear smart suits because they got the first impression that, you know, this was Arsenal Football Club, this is Watford Football Club. That's how you rebuild a culture. And and, and it has to happen right across the board. If I was one of these players now, why would I? I'd think. Well, Pozzo just treats me as a commodity. The manager's the coach is absolutely bloody irrelevant. Why would I want to go the extra mile? I can't see I I can't see us getting up. There is no cohesion. There's no togetherness. But that starts at the top. And we've got a real problem. I think we've got a financial nightmare on its way. Culture is bad. I mean it's sad to hear the fans turning on each other, but that's one of the things that does happen when you get you get this kind of division. And so I, you, you know the we, we we have a problem and i don't even know what the answer is and you know so many fans now are just kind of giving up you know just to have apathy because i just don't see how uh, what, what what the way forward is and it's you know it's very disheartening really very disheartening
4: it is it is and it's a shame because we know where where it's been recently we know what it can do but it does feel like no very very difficult indeed i think it was bertie mee rather than george graham that oh, uh, the Mee. Yeah. yeah and uh, for those who weren't aware bertie mee was the manager of arsenal in 1971 when they won the double um and he did say you know when 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 you know, when I came into the club, people thought I was a young manager uh, being brought in by a pop star. We brought in Bertie Mee because he suddenly gave us gravitas and he gave us know-how. And he did all of that to say, this is how you do it. These are the standards. This is what you've got to do. And he absolutely right, Paul. You're absolutely right, Paul. He created a complete culture and he Built the club, Paul. Well, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much indeed. Last couple of calls We're going to go to uh, Mr. Alex King. Sorry, sir. Kept you waiting Hello, there for a long time. I'm all right, How thank you? you, sir. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one yeah. of those one of those moments again, isn't it? No,
7: uh, I, 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 I called it last week. I knew we'd lose today. I, I remember. I think I said we'd lose. Um, just just on the game because I've got someone else in my car who wants to speak. Uh huh. Um, there's three things QPR did for me today.
8: Hmm.
7: Pressed as high. Did a little niggly fouls we never seem to do that they get those little niggly in the first
4: minute Alex you're you're, uh, I think you're dipping uh, in and out there oh
9: can you still hear me Peter
4: uh, it might have been me it might have been me say say Uh, it again sir sorry
7: there was three things QPR did today pressed us high we didn't like that I don't think we pressed them at all I, I, I can't remember a time we did they had these niggly fouls Yep, that we never seem to do, and every team does it against us. It
3: royally winds us up, and they had a real.
4: Alex, are you there? I think I might be dropping in and out there. Sorry, Alex. I think I think we might have lost you there. Um, it might be me. So my apologies, guys. If uh, if I'm talking over you, I I think uh, Alex Alex's point there. What they did, what they did was they pressed us absolutely high, niggly little fouls. Yes. They wasted time. They were ahead. They haven't won since October. Quite right. They bloody should do that. That that's you know a lot of people have come on and said we were naive. They were they, they they played like they were streetwise, unlike us. And they got in our faces. Oh, how very frustrating! How very frustrating! Right, quickly, let's get across to Stevo, um, sir. Can you hear us? If you hit your mic button. Hey there, you Harry. hello, sir. Hello, sir. Oh, not not the greatest of games to uh, to 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 have to think about but what did what did you uh, what did you make of that? no
8: just watching it today. obviously i'm not from england i'm from northern ireland so i didn't get a good right. game oh, but welcome. just watching it on the tv i just felt bad for the fans that were there it was just an absolute shambles it was probably one of our worst performances this season the whole team like the whole team just looked so disjointed from back to front and you you probably can't play in them with the amount of changes there's been this season and I, I think it's mainly on the potos for the way they've run this club and where everything's at at the minute. Like Even going into next season, no matter what happens between now and the end, we're in the same position where we started this season, next season, probably with a new manager probably with a new group of players. We're going to lose Pedro. Yeah, I just feel bad. I feel <laughs> earlier on the week, I, I spent like £200 in a hotel for the Sunday on the way game and flights nearly £200. And I don't even know if I'm going to get in away ticket, but I just I think just the whole club is in the shambles. Of them. And I feel sorry for the fans that go week in, week out. And I don't think it matters who's in charge. I just think we're a laughingstock, and men, to be honest.
4: Uh, absolutely, no. I, it's. I, I think you called it there. Absolutely. Let us know if you can't get a Sunderland ticket, and we'll see if we can do something. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure you will, because let's face it, Sunderland is a is a real schlep and the uh, the the form we're showing at the moment. I wouldn't be at all surprised if uh, if we fail to sell the full allocation, because it's uh, they normally have quite a few seats to fill, yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm imagining people will be like that. But it's very sad. That's a very sad thing to say, because we should. Let's say we would hope rather than should. Yeah. We would hope that we would be push pushing on and, and trying to make a play for the playoffs, but that seems to be a dwindling hope now in terms of everything. But so sir, based in Northern Ireland, may I ask if you don't mind, sir, based in Northern Ireland, what where, where's the affinity to Watford come from?
8: To Watford comes my, my mate Craig, he supports them I and I think in Northern Ireland a lot of people are mainly like I'm not gonna Scottish BS clubs, but like all my friends were like United yeah. and Spurs and Liverpool and Arsenal and, I think I'm like the only Watford fan bar, maybe three or four I know offhand. We actually try and go to games together when we can. We've like a Facebook page and people can interact and stuff. But like, I, I just, I, I do feel people that, that spend their money week in, week out going to that there at the minute because it's just so. Oh, like I know I spent a lot of money for the Sunderland game and maybe I'm the bigger fool, but it's just, I really want to see the team do well. And I, I, it really is just dreadful at the minute. Like, I I think the Pottsos need the. It sounds bad because they've given us so many good times, but I think they just need to, and if they do go, if they don't go, I think the only thing that they can do is hold up their hands and say, we've made a mess of this club the last few years and we're going to run it in a different way. But I don't think that they're ever, ever going to do that. Like seeing even your man, Ben Manga or Ben or whoever, um, come out and like make statements and he's only been here a few months. It should be Duxbury doing that. It probably should be Potts was doing that. And they've, a lot of people were like happy that he's come out and said something like that, but I think it should be on the portals to come out and say that but that the was a wrong mistake or do you know what I mean? I I think they've put him in the firing line there. That's just my opinion. No, I no, I
4: agree. I agree. A lot of people do come out and say, well, the owners very rarely speak. Joe Lewis at Tottenham doesn't speak. The Glazers don't speak, and all this. But the thing is, is that what we've got seemingly this season has been something so so strange and so. Suggesting that you know Ducksbrieve was kind of involved at the start, was saying things at the start, and now his silence says an awful lot. Whether or not you consider him to be involved, or as some people have said, well, no, he's just he's just a pawn for potso. Either way, hearing from the manager, hearing from the ownership, if the ownership came out and said, you know what, we've made an absolute cod to yeah. this, we've made an absolute problem do you know what most of us i think would probably go yeah you have we're gonna do and they're gonna we're gonna do this and we go okay at least we know the silence is what makes it yeah so and, and that,
8: very very uh, difficult that's the worrying thing like if they i think everybody can see it like everybody knows that they have made a mess at this point there's no fixing that. it. doesn't matter who they appointed it even at this stage it doesn't matter who they appoint to even try and make a better like Chris Wilder can put a string of wins together to the end of the season. We're not going to go up. And I think the only way for them to even try and fix this relationship with the fans is to just come out, do some sort of interview, even if it's a few words, just come out and just say sorry for what they've done and try and change. But they're never going to do it. And and if they don't do that there, then I, I don't get me wrong. They've given us some really good times. and people have to be careful what they wish for because the people that might take over Watford next might not be as good as the Potsos and we've been in some really bad times before but at least I'm not asking for them to take us back to the Prem I'm asking for them to at least make an effort to make a relationship with the fans just come out and say something like it doesn't have to be that they don't have to take us to the Premier League next season or the year after but at least just try and build some sort of relationship with the fans and make us feel a part of whatever the futures they hold Do, do you know what I mean? Absolutely,
4: couldn't it? Could not have worded that better. If I'd have absolutely tried, you, you, you want something from your club. You want to see, yes, you want to see performances from the team. You want to see wins. You want to enjoy it. Of course, we do. But the one thing that people have talked about time and time and time and time again is a connection. Yeah, and nothing says connection like communication. Mm-hmm. Let us know what's going. Let let us let us in on 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 what we can be let in on um you know of course there will be things that that are you know possibly problematic or difficult turn around and say you know what it we're in the middle of a global recession we've gone through a pandemic we've had to give money back we've gone through two relegations we don't have the money say that i don't care fine okay it will it it will temper our our understanding and our expectation and you know what we would feel we'd feel a connection yeah. Um. It. It's. It, it's. It is sad. But sir, look. Lovely to do. Let us know when you're coming over. I'm not going to be making up to to Sunderland. So uh, do let us know. Uh, especially when uh, you and the the rest of the Northern Ireland branch are getting over, because uh, we, we'd love to have you down the bunker and uh, and, and make a big stupid fuss of you, because that would be great. That, oh
8: no, hundred percent. Thanks for having me. All right. Wonderful All stuff. Cheers,
4: Steve. Thank you, sir. Wonder, wonderful stuff. Right, okay. Let's have a quick look. We're going to go to James and we'll have a quick word, guys. Let's have a look now. James, I don't think we've spoken to James before. Let's, uh, James, you're, if you hit the mic button at the bottom left and then you can come on and just let us know your thoughts about today. Good, bad or indifferent. Hi, James.
9: Hi, Peter. How
4: are you doing? Ah, hello. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those evenings we've been we've been we've had supposedly more celebrated players, but I think we've come up against a far more coherent, hard-working unit that seems to be galvanised today. And fair play to them, but we're licking our wounds. What are your thoughts on that?
9: Yeah, well, it's a it's a double by QPR, isn't it? That's not a
1: oh yeah yeah that's true to
9: think about either. But um, well, thank you for having me on, and I just want to thank you not thank all. you guys for. I'm a lurker for a long time, but you, Justin and Carl, have been great. Um, I think, especially the last week, um, in terms of your output's been really good. Um, there's this massive disconnect that I think we all feel that I think it's a great community on here. So just want to say thank you for that and c- carry on with the great work, no matter what happens over <laughs> the next couple of uh, seasons where we end up. Um, I was um, a couple of points, but really the, the first one was, and it's loads of people mentioned culture. Mm-hmm. The last, well, the last hour and a half. But I reread the Dan Gosling interview um, from the start of the season with Andrew French. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I read that this morning and um, it was shocking. It was really, it was it was worse than I actually remember reading it at the time. You know, the fact that he, he was saying that there were some players who just, you know, said, I'm not, I don't fancy it today, you know, towards the end of Roy Hodgson's reign and, and all that stuff. And it goes back to what we were saying about, you know, if we all had three or four different managers a year at work we'd all be the same. We'd we'll be checking out left, right and centre. And no matter what we do, you know, we're going to get paid. Where's the motivation? Where's the motivation come from? So just into the second point really is that I'm still in disbelief from, you know, with Duxbury telling us that, you know, the, the famous lines about the high water, that the fact that we're <laughs> going to have Rob Edwards for the season. I'm even near alluding to Watford now. And uh, look what he's doing with... Yeah. A much worse team in in terms of ability, but I tell you that club. Knowing you know some of the people around here, that club is really together, and it reminds it obviously reminds us of the times we were like this. So it, it, it's a cycle, football. You know, we will have good times again, but I just can't really forgive the people at the club for the minute um, on that that decision because I'm not saying we would have. I don't think we would have made the playoffs even this season with Rob Edwards, but at least we'd have that stability, and you'd have a manager where they're there long enough where they actually might improve some players and then the players aren't going, Oh, I'll just wait another few weeks and wait for the next guy to come in. So again, it's just it just goes back to this this cultural thing. It's just like a lot of people said this evening, it's a bit of a mess.
4: Yeah, it's it it certainly is. And I think you know, credit where credit's due to those guys up the road. And we're rivals. Of course we are. Of course we're going to take the piss. Of course we're going to enjoy the four nil wins. They're going to come back and say trophy cabinet, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's all part of the game. It's all part of the game. If you give it, take it and vice versa, but they are, they're coherent. One of the things that, does it irk me? I don't know if it irks me, but one of the things you will hear a lot of their fans say is that our directors are Luton town supporters. And sometimes I look at our ownership and, That feels like that's missing. And it may be that after, you know, having been with us from 2012, Gino is now a Watford supporter through and through. But I wouldn't know because he doesn't tell me. And I appreciate people are going to go, even if he tells you, does it change everything? No, but at least it allows you to empathise. It allows you to understand kind of kind of what it is. I can't I can't empathise with a radiator, but it talks <laughs> to me about as much as Gino. So I've got about as much empathy for him as I do with this radiator. So it's kind of uh, other strange metaphors are available.
9: Yeah. And how much I, mate, how I, much effort I, would I it take it. him just to do a piece in the program? He probably wouldn't. You know, he wouldn't even be written by himself. You know, with Richard Walker writing it or something like that. You know, it would it would take hardly any effort to start at least. There
4: there are a lot of people at that club. There are a lot of people at that club. Who who only wish well for that club and there are i, I think there will be an, a, a, a wish and an intent to get everybody talking and communicating as much as they can but of course it's very hard to get the guy at the top to go and do what the people below think you should do i suppose so you know it's like the culture it all stems yeah. from the top um, and what he tries to create. So look, it's a it's a frustrating day, but you know, hey, you know the good thing about football, there's always another game, isn't there? So you know, there would be nothing more Watfordy than to have that bloody performance and then actually come out and have a couple of decent performances when it's too bloody late or it feels very close to it. So we'll see. James, thank you so much for your kind words about, you know, about everything. I think the thing that's, that's absolutely most pivotal is a sense of community, you know, and I think you hit that one on the head. So thank you very, very much for, uh, for ringing in and being part of that. Really love that. Thank you very much indeed.
0: This is Barry from Watford saying you are listening to the do not scratch your eyes podcast. Thank you.
1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms supply. See McDonald's. dot com.
4: Um, quick one. Go to Neil Silverstein. Then I've got to got to read all of the five word notes and uh, and, and and everything that people have forwarded in. Neil, sir, that was depressing,
3: wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was, and it wasn't. Um, I think mean, I've got. Oh, this is see what I like. Give me a different take. Well, no, it's not a different take. I, I guess. I'm just abject towards the club now because I have been for about the last 18 months because everyone's talked about culture and, you know, Paul used, Paul mm-hmm. used the word that I sent him in the text, which is about the commodities. And the, the, the Pozos from day one have been quite explicit in what they do and how they operate, right? And that's that they create a project for every uh-huh. year. Yeah. Yep. And for that, they use commodities, be that fans, players, or, or, or managers. Or coaches, um, and then they 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 as you do with any project, you reevaluate as it's midway through, and if you need to change the scope, you make a change. So you change mm-hmm. the the uh, the managers. So they've been taking this season by season approach, and and what we're now seeing is that you've got a complete clusterfuck of a squad. That I mean, was it, I, I think I heard somewhere Sars had eleven managers in his time. Right, So, yep. yeah, there is ability there, um, and there's probably a little bit of pride and wanting to play, but fuck me, if I'd had 11, 11 managers in, what, four years? I'd be confused, all right? So that, that the whole lap of, lack of cohesion comes around as a consequence of the way that the Pozos run our club, and they just treat it as a project, and, you know, no wonder the players look, you know, I thought, actually quite lethargic at points today. You know, the, 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 all the shenanigans with taking money from their salary without talking to them. I mean, take, take the, 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 the value out of it, i.e., what they get paid and what's been deducted. It's the principle that the, the mm-hmm. pozos do not treat people in a what I would call a decent way. Right? They treat them as commodities. So, therefore, nobody gives a fuck. Right, the players don't give a fuck. I mean, the squad is so in, in, uh, incomplete. There's no competition for places, so you get complacency again. So it's absolutely no surprise that we see week in, week out performances like this. And then the odd, you know, mainly individually brilliance based, you know, glimmers of hope that gives us that 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 hope that maybe we'll do something else. But then normality sets back in. The culture that we've got, which is shit comes out again and you get inept mm-hmm. performances and you know <laughs> qpr today that's a team right all those above us play as a team we don't right and we don't because we do Pozo doesn't try to build a team he tries to build a project I, i'm i'm kind of actually beyond getting upset and wound up wound up about it because in my head until the pozos go this is what we get because nothing is going to change Right. And it's a shame. I feel for, you know, I listened to Carl at the beginning and, you know, the passion that came out of him and, you know, Greg for being, yep. so. all of the guys that have gone there and they continue absolute admiration for their commitment to it. But sorry, I vote with my feet. I won't go. Simple as that. And, I, and I've been going year in, year out for probably 30, 35 years, not interested anymore because I don't have that connection. But, Again, I don't let it ruin it now. I just accept it for what it is.
4: Neil, thank you, sir, as ever, because there's there's somebody who isn't necessarily, as you say, isn't necessarily going to the away games or the home games. Doesn't mean he cares any less, but he actually kind of feels divorced because the connection that we were then just previously talking about isn't there. The vi- you know how vital that is how vital that is terry sir terry let's quickly get to you and i'm going to finish because i've got a specific question for ellie there you go people um and then we're going to do five word reviews terry hit your mic button sir sorry mate you caught me off guard there i was just washing up <laughs> well i was trying to see if we could get you when you were feeding the kids we managed that last time <laughs> well i missed the game washing, washing up. At the jungle gym and
7: i was going down the uh
4: the tiger slides quite a bit so uh I missed the game. There's a tiger slide? There's a tiger what's a tiger slide? My, my lad's eighteen. I don't get to go along and pretend that I'm having a second childhood
7: <laughs> anymore. So uh... No, it was it to be fair, it was a lot more fun than actually being at the game today. So I'm glad I went.
4: Oh yeah, we if you heard Carl, you would say, Yeah, you definitely yeah, were I, you definitely.
7: I, I, I didn't mate. My my signal's been in and out on the on the drive home, so I don't know if I'm gonna touch on something that's been
4: instead of no, a... it's okay it's okay what what are your thoughts it doesn't it doesn't matter whether you're at the game or not at the game on the tiger slide or not on the tiger <laughs> slide we like we like to hear we like to hear everything well, really. I just wanted to say oh, I've, I'm completely sort of
7: pot so out as I've been for a while but um with regards uh-huh. to uh, to Chris Wilder's appointment and obviously him now seeing the the shit show that that we all watch today is um does he now and I know we say it about every manager. We didn't get the bounce there. Obviously, we didn't get the new manager bounce. But does he look at that today and think, oh, shit, I've taken on a lot more, bitten off more than I can chew. And and does he get a rocket up their ass? He's obviously quite a passionate Englishman that understands or appears from what he said in the, the press conference uh, yesterday about knowing how much it means to the fans. You know, does he give them the old uh, hair dry treatment tomorrow at training um you know and, and i'm not saying we're gonna we're gonna do anything fantastic don't get me wrong we, there's clearly something very wrong at the club but you know can he get anything out of the players or, or or aren't the squad just up to it you know like are the are the players even good enough we've all sat here throughout the season and said how good pedro is and Sa has moments of brilliance and Davis was meant to be fantastic. Maybe we just don't have the squad for it, and maybe we need to start watching other championship clubs play just to just to realise that we're not as good as we think we are or should be. But hopefully, Wilder <sighs> does look. What he he's not going to have watched that game and been like, "Yeah, that's 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 half decent." We'll, we'll stick with that. He's going to have to make some changes because you know managers like him. I mean, even Billet, they, they, they lose some sort of. Credibility, don't they? But by just, if it, oh, yeah. if it turns up and we carry on, I don't know, we win a couple of games before the end of the season, the fans still aren't going to be satisfied. And I know there's real issues at the top and the, the fans feel disconnected. I mean, I read tweets saying that there was fans fighting at the game today.
4: You know. Yeah. Apparently in the, in the upper tier, there was some yeah. people doing something, but, but some, some people have, have noted and said, no, it was just handbags, but Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll see some stuff when we go through the, uh, through the notes and the reviews, yeah. but the, 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 the comment about, about the squad and the, you know, the link to the culture and the level of attitude and the application and just you know the number of different, as we said, 11, 11 coaches for Ishmael Assar. How can you still be engaged with your with your employer when they leap from one disastrous appointment to another? It must be very, 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 very it difficult to be. keep yourself motivated yeah. and do that. in any line of work. Um, you'd be confused, and, uh, I'm sure. But, you know, in, yeah, in any and line and, of way. And, f- and for me, we do have individual players as good as. Many, not any, many in the championship. What we don't have is a coherently put together squad. And we still have, and we know at the end of the, the transfer window, you know, we were suddenly going back in for Musa Sissoko again. Uh, we were back in for we were either him or Jake Livermore. The rumors abound that we had the money to go and get uh, Ben Whiteman at, at Preston, yeah. but the money got spent on Yao Ferreira because there was a disconnect between uh, Manga and Costa and what Slav and Bilic wanted and the answer was well you've got him and it's like well I, I want I want a midfield player I've got I've got two I've got two fullbacks in uh, in uh, Ngakia and in Gaspar don't need another fullback in Ferreira oh well 3 million's gone there yeah, so yeah. there wasn't the money to be able to do that so suddenly the negotiations in terms of what we were prepared to pay to bring players in the budget wasn't there because, as Neil just said earlier on, it's it's run on a project basis, and a and a project has a budget attached. And if you ain't got a budget, you ain't going to buy it. So suddenly we've got an additional right back. It's it's so it's so incoherent. It's uh, it's, 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 it's getting it's so embarrassing,
7: and obviously now everyone's a coach, aren't they? They're not managers anymore. And I, I still feel like in the background, it's not the coach that's always maybe picking the team. I know that's been said a few times. I yeah, don't feel yeah, like the coach is getting to get the players we want. I mean, when we had Nigel Pearson, for example, when he left under slightly suspicious circumstances, he was obviously a, a a fiery bloke. He left. I I got the impression there that there was conversations in the background that obviously we won't ever know about as fans where he maybe couldn't have had the input that he wanted to, or that he had had historically at other clubs. And I feel like that's probably the same with, with Rob Edwards. Yeah, he wasn't always delivering the results that, again, we expected or would have liked. But I, I yeah. think the fans yeah. are be really pissed I off. Yeah, I agree. We've, we've been lied to um, by Duxbury at the beginning of the season. And I think the fans have got every right to be pissed off. I don't. I don't know what we can do now. Everyone's got full-time jobs. Going and stand outside London Colney training ground probably isn't always a great idea. And, and and
4: will Potso care anyway. You know, this is his little cash cow. This is this is the question. And with regard to Duxbury, genuinely, I'm I'm not I'm not sure he lied. I think he said as he thought it was at the time. And I think I think because we haven't heard from him since it get I just get the impression that things have you know things were decided above him. There's only one person above yeah. him to go in a different direction. And he didn't have a chance from there. Terry, sir, thank you so much, mate. You get back to the washing up Pete. Take care, mate. All right, Bye-bye. catch you soon. Catch you soon. There you go, everybody. There goes Terry, the the only listener so far, to my knowledge, who went down a tiger slide this afternoon, which is something I suppose. Look, guys, thank you ever so much, everybody, for calling in. We, we've got to get to the uh, the five-word reviews because people have been giving us five-word and loads and loads of long-form reviews. I want to get to them as much as I can. Lee Johnson said, where do we go now? Laura Goods, as you heard earlier on, said, handbrake is still firmly on. Mike Abraham said, group of under, overpaid, useless... I can't tell you what he does, but if we see you on uh, next Tuesday, Natasha Wright says uh, start planning for next season. James Drew says players don't care who manages. Ben Matthews says the players gave, uh, give more of a fuck about their dinner money. Bin the sensitive, pathetic bunch. There you go, uh, Smitty. Another ten games of this question mark. Silgerman, hey you there? Said only ten games left of this vulgar display of anal panic. <laughs> that there's. That's not five words, but I tell you what, that's probably my favourite so far. Alan Lathwell, we heard from him earlier on, said a club with no direction. All of these things that we're kind of lining up are are, are pointing this out. I am a hornet said, mind the gap, folks. Uh, well, you know, I think we have. Uh, I think we have some people in Bedfordshire listening in who probably be thinking just the same. Uh, Richard WFC Potso out says the house that Potso built. Ryan Cripps, I do not like that. Carb says another week, another poor performance. Joel Highpen uh, says the club us mugging us off ian bacon i hope we get relegated oh please don't say that andy woodwood hello Woody he says uh, please scratch my eyes out alan wfc how is davis still playing roy Cripps came back again said just purchase bowls shoes yawns just purchase bowl no idea what that means that's probably somebody else said uh Cone said refunded my ticket to work uh ryan d said clubs and fans a disgrace no, that's somebody. I don't know if Ryan, if you were there, just drop us a note and let us know what, what was going on. We'd heard that it was a bit of handbags, but you know, there have been times when people have come to blows before. I mean, going back to when we signed Kerry Dixon, for example, we are Luton Town, one of your former players who, who wasn't much loved by everybody, I have to say. So he caused a number of kerfuffles in the uh, in the away end at various places. Frey says another woeful performance by us. Mark Nolly, you can't polish a turd. Alan Allwood, QPR commentary, Fucking buyer shit houses. I did listen to that on and off, and and yes, it is. But I always find those things a joy. But you know, I don't mind somebody being ridiculously partisan towards their own team, including us. But obviously, it's a performance that would just drive you to distraction, and then hearing that on top. That's probably, yes. PSH said bullied from the first whistle. Bullied is an excellent word, and that's not disrespectful to QPR, because if you let somebody bully you when they're sitting there with one win since the 28th of October. Gah. Bucks Hornet, WFC, says the new manager, same old shit. Bevequa, WFC, says Watford FC Hive Live Pub Standard. Yeah, well, yes, The uh, the the uh, at one stage the Hive Live did actually go across to uh, cover the Burnley game, and that was probably the high point. Uh, Oz, we heard from earlier on, said uh, same old Watford, always losing. Loudy says Gino Potso has ruined us. Danny WFC fan says we do not deserve promotion. Mikey Abraham said no fucks left to give. Andy Ross Pozzo handed Luton Premiership football. Rich fan uprising should start now. There you go. We got the we got the forks and the uh, and the burning torches. Lee Jackson says, uh, LJ says, uh, players simply aren't good enough. That's on Potso. Simple as that. Alan Ray, same shit, just different opposition. Mark of Watford and England says, whoever serves it, tripe's tripe. That's quite nice. I like that. Simon Watford WFC says, same shit, different manager. Simon did did have four words. Uh, you know, if you only used four words, you could have had an optional word in there, but uh, just went, no, can't be asked. If the players can't, neither can I. Hampshire Hornet says, nothing changed till Potso goes. Watford FC Sweden we're the same, not Wilder. David, David Muggins, 77, hi there, says, time to get them out. Nick Lansing, at least it wasn't boring. <laughs> well well done, Nick. Yes, it, it it wasn't. It was infuriating on a different level. Uh, Elaine says, adrift since sacking Rob Edwards. Lee Anselmo says, uh, just maybe they're all shit. Could be right. The Spark, uh, didn't deserve playoff, if I'm honest. Hornet, 49, says, I won't be going Tuesday. So, look. Mr. Potso, people are going to start voting with their feet. We heard from Neil saying it earlier on, and that, that's his way of communicating it. Those people who went, you guys are, uh, yeah, well done, well done. Please don't fight amongst each other because we don't need to. You know, we've got enough other things to worry about beyond that. Will Gasper said, another day, another what for disappointment. Dylan Shah, aerial play killed us today. Alex, uh, where are we? Alex said, uh, sick of this constant shite. Adam, Wonder how Edwards is doing. Mm, yes. Andrew Brooks, 19 managers, 20th warming up.
1: <laughs> oh,
4: God. Well, in fairness, when, how many games did we have left when we brought Pearson in? Probably a few more. But bearing in mind, he got let go with you know two games to go. Who knows? It might be. Matthew Kennedy said time for a huge clear out. Austin Boomer, Watford season down the tubes. Uh, Grundy Bill said, kiss goodbye to the playoffs." Skylar Rose, get out of Watford Gino. Nick Hawthorne, Hawthorne, sorry, Rob Edwards laughing. Me, not laughing. Club putrid. Simon C, Jetstream Strike says, uh, how are we still 10th? Are we still 10th? I have to say, and, and, and again, not, no disrespect to anybody else particularly, but the, the, the quality of the championship isn't that good? It's about hard work. It's about attrition. It's about it being a marathon and not a sprint. It's about doing it week in, week out. All of those things that we just don't seem to do. Dave Lavender says they don't deserve our support. Paride uh, de Filippo says Gino. Gino, what's the score? Mm, yeah, it's not sure where that's from. Mike Smart says uh, doesn't merit five words. <laughs> I like I like somebody who's refusing to comment and also refusing to give five words by pointing out it doesn't warrant five words, Mike. Good work. Well done. Right, here we go. We're into one of Brian Edwards's marathons. You know what he's like? He doesn't just do one. He does lots. So these are all Brian Edwards. Edwards, are you ready? Putting petrol in a diesel engine. That's nice. Square pegs in round holes. We, we've we seen that before. I'm sure that uh, one of the things that, that Mr. Wilder suggested, it would be square pegs and square holes. Or round pegs and round holes. One of the two. <laughs> Brian Edwards carrying on. It's not the head coach. Craig Carthorse is no captain, he says. Oh, fucking dear. Yet again, he says. Potso out. That is all. Now, he says it, that is all, but then he goes on for another two. So clearly that is all is not true. Couldn't score in a brothel. And finally, he finishes with early summer holiday being booked. Yeah, John Parslow. we heard him on on earlier and said amazingly worse than last week paul Fiander turner said more fight in the upper tier we've heard about that gary says uh disgusting disgraceful perverse potso out uncle ron we heard earlier on said audible embarrassment required for potso that's what he wants uh, that's what he says he says kind of rich people don't like being embarrassed so embarrass them garston horn says uh, we're done see you in august Richard Fairbanks said, deservedly heading towards middle table doldrums. I think we're pretty much already there in 10th, aren't we, Louis, to share a worst performance of the season? Willie Eckers, like, hey, Ken says, new manager bounce my ass. Um, thank you very much for the offer. I don't wish to bounce your ass, Ken. Sorry to break it to you like that. Carl Campion, not wild about Chris Wilder. He also says, handbrake off, car doesn't start. And did I miss the bounce? Malk. Says, uh, handbrake off, more wheels off. Watford FC says, same old shit, different day. Stephen Atkinson said, QPR shithousery beats Watford pussycats. That's pretty good. I think the word cat there is superfluous. Uh, Richard Pepper, spineless individuals, no bollocks. Potso sell you. Well, I won't go over there for you. for uh, WFC Moog, but we you get your point. Uh, Cheltenham Tuesday, prefer their horse shit. Oh, dear. Golden goal, season's are over. We are shit. And then finally, Rich. Who's is uh, Just who is Rich P? Said, "What a load of shit." Well, there's not a lot more we can say to that, is there? Some of the uh, some of the longer ones, we'll just have a quick look on these, and then and then, guys, if you want to have a look at them from earlier on, I did enjoy Ed's, and I'm off. That was quite nice. Um, Natasha said, uh, Natasha Wright said, we seem to be giving clubs who were woefully out of form a chance of redemption without condemning ourselves to oblivion and ignominy. Well, there, yeah, that's it. She also says, "Let's make." Deanie, welcome Tuesday night, and show our current squad what a true legend looks like. Natasha, I know you had a bit of a, a bit of a scare today, so I hope uh, I hope you're all recovering, all, all okay after that. Should have saved your money, John says. Watford focus. The big Lebowski said, "Shite, done." They think it's all over. Uh, it is now. Uh, Pete WFC four. Pete says it's the great Graham. Ta- if the great Graham Taylor was a new Watford manager for today, how long would he last with Gino and his merry men? That's that's a very interesting point. Would he get Would he get the the whole the whole run of everything? Ed also put souls, Peter the, Ed Ed seems to be sending me very small notes in the in the longer form piece, and I don't quite know what to do with it. Ed, I agree with you. Arseholes, a lot of them. Uh, James Roo says players will not respond to new managers or coaches because we have a new manager. Season is over, and I can't wait to get rid of some of this lazy inverted commas br- talent. Uh, Elaine said, "Rich WFC 2 uh, t- Absolutely brilliant once again. Speaking from the heart of a Watford fan as always. Our owners don't want to say their name. Could learn a lot from true fans such as Rich WFC2. There you go, Rich. you got a fan. Well done, mate. I like that. like that a lot. Let's have a look. Natasha Wright said, uh, Ant, Ant, she said, brilliant intro. Hopefully that will be the theme for next season. As always, We really do seem to have completely given up on this season. Andrew Argent said, so what was the difference between this game and the Preston game? Manager wasn't the issue. The issue is someone is telling these coaches what to do, what players to play, what formation to play, when to make subs. There is no way all these coaches are this shit, surely. Potso so out. I added the surely. But, you know, Andrew, give me some poetic license there. Uh, Danny said... Uh, Absolute shambles. We aren't a good side. Mark Calder said, on holiday in Holland, took time out of my trip to watch the game somewhere here. Wasted my time. Mark, go and have a nice holiday, mate. Go and enjoy that. Um, And it's like the team is in a submarine trying to put... Plasters over the leagues. John B said, I bet Deeney can't wait to play Watford, judging by that performance. Uh, we recorded the preview show. It will be out tomorrow afternoon with Birmingham guys. We think that Deeney is actually going to be out for, for two weeks. So we don't think we're facing him. But in fairness, we also thought we weren't going to be facing um, a chair... Or will it today, and we didn't, and we still stuffed it up right royally. Let's be honest. Paul Holly, we heard him earlier on, said, "Remember on, uh, remember on the hundred million we owe Potso, he gets six percent interest a year on that six million in interest." Uh, well, it may be six in six percent now. It was four point five percent when I went through and did a kind of a, uh, I won't call it forensic, but assessment of last year's accounts when they came out. They should be coming out in March. They they did last year, and we took a look through it. At the last stage, we had £138 million worth of debt, uh, of which £71 million was to, uh, was to Gino. But of course, that goes back to July 2021. When we get the next accounts, it will only bring us up to 2022 July. So these things are always uh, in hindsight. But It's a lot of cash to owe anyone. Just Jamie said, it's not the coach. We do not have a squad. We have a mismatch of bargain bollocks and a 40 million player playing like a 40p one. That's pretty spot on. For fuck's sake, I've just corked my bottle of wine, he said. Could this day get any worse? Jamie, we are so sorry. We apologize for your wine. We feel in part responsible. (laughs) Let's have a look. Here we go. Um, Lindsay Lastinger-Sterry says... Uncle Ron, always one step ahead. Right, guys, there's uh, there's, there's some more on there to uh, to go and look at it. There's a couple of QPR people on there, quite right, saying things. And, uh, you know, uh, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? The handbrake is off. So, guys, today was shit with bells on. No, no, no other words for it, really. For me, for me, I'm still going to go on Tuesday. I'm still going to go on it. You know, uh, you know, all the games I can get to this season. Glutton for punishment, you'd be the judge. I don't know. Credit to those play, you know, to, to those supporters who went along and thought they were going to see a man, new manager bounce and are currently travelling back or have only just got back in. I hope you have a pleasant evening. I hope you have a better evening. Not good. Not good at all. So we will see you for for Tuesday. It's such a hard one after after this after this shocking lack of performance from so many from so many players. Some people are saying that you know, actually the manager thing, they didn't know what they were doing. You can decide whether or not that's a question of well, they're getting to know what he does and how he does it. The problem is he's only got eleven games, and the first three of those games were against QPR, who until today had an abominable results record recently. You know, they look like they've, they might have uh, found a spark and fair play to them. They deserve it on, on today. They deserve the three points. We sure as hell don't. Next, we have Birmingham, who again, as you'll hear from uh, when we we're talking to Zach from Blues Focus, are all over the place. Um, John Eustace there, they're not, they're not great fans. It's not going well. Um, and then we've got Wigan, who are absolutely rock bottom. Those were the ideas for the first three games. That was going to get us on a winning run. That was going to get us with a sense of momentum going into the, you know, into into the remaining, what, eight games there would be afterwards. As we go into an international break and Wilder gets to work with the team. And of course, thereafter, we come first of all to Luton. We'll see how that goes, obviously, but it's not been a positive first step. We know that. We know that. Anyway, guys, it's our club. Thank you so much for staying with us tonight. I appreciate it. it's probably been a bit of a dour kind of kind of listen, uh, unless you're we are Luton Town, in which case, of course, it's been joyous and fair play. So we shall see you all after the Birmingham game. Thank you ever so much for all the support. Thank you ever so much for all the contributors, all the listeners, and indeed all the lurkers. And I also love lurkers who become listeners because this is about your opinion. It's not about me... Carl and Justin, although we'll spout off obviously all the time and I'll be talking throughout, but it's about what we all think because we are a community, we are a club, you know, together. The question about what we do next is over for discussion in the pubs and in the bars and in the game or prior to the game against Birmingham and prior to the end of this season. So we decide, is there something to do? If we do, what is that? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your time and thank you. Have a great evening. Cheers now. Come on, you horns.
2: It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free In terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
8: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quint's.